Welcome to today's podcast. God bless you. You know, I believe God has a plan for your life. I know you may hear me say that quite a lot, but it's the truth. God has a plan and he will succeed. He needs you to participate. In fact, every one of us are participating. We are all pieces in the puzzle that God is putting together. We fit perfectly, designed to fit into God's plan. And at times, perhaps, we we uh, we're not sure exactly what God wants us to do, but when you look behind you, you can figure out what God has prepared you to do. And most likely what God wants you to do is only that which he's already prepared you to do. Well, today we're in Proverbs chapter 7. We are uh, taking one proverb every day and we're reading one chapter and today's the seventh and so we're reading chapter 7 together today. And then we're going to take one or two verses or a concept out of chapter 7 and we will meditate on it all day long. You know, yesterday we talked about how important it was to watch the words of our mouth. And today we're going to find another concept to put into practice. And you don't just have to do it on that one day and never do it again. It's meant to build us block by block, line by line, precept upon precept, the Bible says, principle upon principle, so that we can build our lives in every day just as a first action, almost like a fixed action pattern, uh, as a first response, we would default to the word or the principle of Almighty God. Well, if you're ready today, we're going to begin Proverbs 7. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. For at the window of my house I looked through my casement and beheld among the simple ones. I discerned among the youths a man void of understanding, passing through the street near her corner, and he went the way to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and behold, there met him a woman with an attire of a harlot and subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn, her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without, now in the streets, and lieth in wait at every corner. She caught him and kissed him, and with an impudent face said to him, I have peace offerings with me. This day I have paid my vows. Therefore came I to meet thee, diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love unto the morning. Let us solace ourselves with love. For the good man is not at home. He is gone on a long journey. He hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. With her fair speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering of her lips, she forced him. He goeth after her straightway, as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till a dart strike through his liver, as a bird hasteth to the snare, and knoweth not that it is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths." For she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. 
You know, today in Proverbs, it behooves us to listen to what Solomon is saying. Solomon had great experience when it came to the ways of a woman, when it came to the ways of a selfish woman, a woman who was given to her own appetites and would entice and lure and do anything she had to do in order to court the favor and win the promise and win the person of the one she was after. He likens several things in the book of Proverbs to harlots, to those who would do anything necessary to capture the heart, the attention, to capture the strength. Ultimately, the person who is being captured is just being enticed by things that, that seem so wonderful. You know, the Bible says that Moses... He chose to suffer with the children of Israel rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Let me tell you, sin has its pleasures, earthly, sensual pleasures, pleasures of the body, pleasures of the mind, but pleasures which if we are captivated by, caught by, not just enticed by, but go the way of, it can end up in our total destruction. That's what verse 7 says. I beheld among the simple ones. I discerned among the youths. A man void of understanding. Don't be void of understanding today. Today we want to be wise. Today we want to understand one thing, and that is that God is doing everything He can to warn us everything he can to help us with every temptation. The Bible says that there is no temptation taken us, but such as is common to man. And God, with every temptation, makes sure that there is a way of escape, that no, too, no temptation is too hard for us. Don't think for one moment that what you're going through is too hard for you. God has made a way of escape. I beheld, verse 7 again says, among the simple ones. Don't be simple this morning. Be wise. Be understanding. Don't pass through the streets near her corner, near the corner of things that tempt you and, and test you. Don't be one who is taken captive here. This harlot has taken the precious life. You know, there are three things that will vie for your life. I'm going to put them in two categories today. One of them in a category for men, another in a category for women. And listen to me, these three things are formidable temptations, formidable opponents. This is how the enemy of your soul, the enemy of the kingdom, the enemy of God, the enemy of your life will approach you in one of these three areas. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make them all begin with the same letter so that you can remember them, okay? And it's often said, this is not original to me, it's often said that the thing that tempts men most, number one is gold, okay? Tempted by money. That also tempts women. Women and men are both tempted by money, tempted by gain, tempted by getting something that, that, uh, that they... Um, you know, want because of their selfish desires, their lust, their desires to have, tempted by gold. 
Gold is a formidable temptation. Make sure that the decisions that you make in life, whether you're a man or a woman, are not made simply because gold is calling you, simply because money is enticing you. Don't make life-changing, life-altering decisions based solely upon money. Money cannot save you. Money should not be your God. Watch out for the temptations of gold. A second temptation that tempts both men and women is glory. That uh, it's it's the pride of life. It's the glory. It's 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 getting the glory, getting the credit. It's being somebody. Gold will buy you things and get you things, and sometimes it makes people feel secure. But glory, power, you know, uh, being able to be on top, being the best, you know, the best dressed there, you know, uh, you know, when 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 a man uh, is on the top, when he's the boss. Some pride, if you're not watchful, can enter in and make you want to make sure that people are working for you and you're not working for anybody else, that you had the best answer and you didn't have to say, you know, your answer is better. You know, for women, when women walk in a room, they size up the room. They know exactly where they fit in the pecking order. They know who the best dressed person is there, who the best looking woman is, who the woman is that, that has the most influence or is the funniest or that is in charge. Or, and they immediately put themselves into the pecking order. And, and many times it's nothing more than wanting to make sure that I get my glory. I get the glory that is due me. If I'm number four, I want number four glory. You know, I want what's due me. And they are incensed when someone of a lower estimation, someone of a lower order, someone who is not as good looking, someone who is not as funny, someone who is not as alluring, someone who is not uh, uh, as, uh, you know, uh, as, as important on the scale, on the pecking order of that particular group, they are incensed when someone tries to jump rank, when someone tries to break line, when someone tries to get, you know, um, uh, move themselves up and, and uh, you know, uh, act like the smarter or the, or the prettier or the most favored. You know, uh, it, listen, all of that stuff is just temptation from the devil. That is not of God. We are not supposed to judge one another and be critical of one another. Or we're, we are supposed to seek to exalt others, not seek to exalt ourselves. All of that stuff, like gold, you know, uh, I just want more money. I just want more money. I just want more money. Or, or glory. I just want more glory. I just want a higher position. I just want a better place. I just want what is due me. I want what is mine. I don't want anybody else to get in front of me. I want to be in front of all the people I'm supposed to be in front of. You know, uh, gold, glory, and the third thing is what separates the men and the women, uh, um, at least uh, in most ranks. Gold, glory, girls are gold glory guys. Girls and guys are the temptations that men and women face in life. You face a temptation of gold, a temptation of glory, a temptation of girls, or a temptation of gold, glory, guys. What is it that you're after? Solomon speaks in this Proverbs. He is encouraging to watch out for the harlots. Watch out for those who are simply making merchandise of you, who are simply using you for their own benefit. Whether you're a man or a woman, do you know people will attempt to use you for their own benefit? And you might fall for the goal they offer. You might fall for the glory, the promotion that they can afford, uh, the position they can afford. Or you might fall for the enticement of the harlot.
you know, of the, of the man or the woman with that spirit that is just trying to get you in their bed, trying to get you into their clutches so they can control you and take what is most precious from you and somehow make merchandise of you. Gain. Maybe they gain gold. Maybe they gain glory. Or maybe they just gain, you know, an experience having the guy or having the girl. Let me encourage you today to be very watchful. Don't be simple. Don't, don't be um, without understanding, as Solomon said. Let's pray this morning and seal this word in our heart, and let's think all day long. Let's meditate on the fact that we need to be watchful over the temptations of our life. Gold, glory, girls, gold, glory, guys. We need to be watchful that we don't need something else more than we need God's approval, that we don't need a guy's approval more than we need God's approval, that we don't want to please a man more than we please God, that we don't want to uh, you know, run after money more than we run after a relationship with Jesus Christ, that we don't want to run after position and power and fame and glory more than we run after uh, the, the, the good name that God says we should have. A good name is far above anything you could buy or anything man could exalt you to, and that integrity we maintain before our Father God. Let's pray and seal this word in our heart, and then we're going to take this scripture, and we're going to hold on to this concept of not being simple, not being void of understanding, but rather making sure, as the word of God says, that we discern today and make sure we're not running after money, running after fame, are running after a relationship in an unfruitful area of life. Let's pray. Father, Lord, we pray today, Lord, that you would seal this word in our heart, Father. Lord, thank you for giving us wisdom, Lord. Thank you, Father, for giving us the prudence, Lord, that it takes to look far down the road, God, but also to look right around us, Lord, so that we can see, Lord, in what areas of our life, Lord, do we need to uh, protect ourselves? In what areas of our life, Lord, do we need to change directions? In what areas of our life, Lord, do we need to gain understanding, Lord? What is it that we're running after? What is it that we're chasing, Lord? God, are, are we chasing money, Lord? Help us, God, if we are. Lord, uh, it, it's money trying to be our God? Is money enticing us, Lord? Or our God is, is, is fame or power or position, Lord, trying to captivate us or motivate us, Lord? Are we just, uh, Lord, motivated by, by trying to be number one in everything and wanting to make sure that, that, that we get what is ours? Lord, are we, uh, are we Lord, uh, motivated, Lord, by that lust of the flesh, Lord, that sexual appetite of man, or, Lord, that mental or emotional appetite of, of mankind, Lord, that God needs someone else, Lord, to to, to either, either someone to please, someone, Lord, to approve of us, Lord, or someone, God, that we can conquer, Lord, and own, God. Lord, help us, Father, Lord, not to have all of these ill feelings, Lord. Give us understanding and wisdom today, Lord, as today we discern our relationships and we discern why we make the decisions that we make. God, we love you, sir. Thanks for much, so much for your goodness, Lord. Walk with us and talk with us today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, back up. Take a look at your relationships. A look at your situations. What's number one in your life? What's the priority of your life? What is the priority of your life at work? What is the priority of your life in the places that you excel? And what is the priority of your life in relationships? Make it Jesus Christ. Be wise. Have understanding. 
in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Think about that today and put all of these things in practice today, okay? And I will see you back again here on the next podcast for Proverbs chapter 8.